Welcome back to the Teen Challenger Southern California podcast. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know about a 24-7 prayer and help referral line that Teen Challenger Southern California just launched. No matter what your need is, if you're anxious or worried or stressed, you can call anytime, any day, and a Teen Challenge staff member is there to pray with you. The number is 888-520-0620. Once again, that number is 888-520-0620. We're so glad that you've chosen our podcast today. We know that there's thousands of podcasts that you could be listening to and you've chosen to listen to ours and we thank you for that. Today, you're gonna hear a powerful devotional from Teen Challenge Executive Director Ron Brown entitled Living With Purpose that he shared with the TCSC leadership team. One last thing, if you're blessed by these podcasts, don't be shy to tell your friends and family about them. We encourage you to do so. As you listen to these sessions, our prayer is that you would sense God's presence, that you would hear his voice. And most of all, we hope that you're encouraged in the Lord today through these podcasts. Remember to subscribe today to our podcast if you haven't already done it. Be encouraged today. I have a very short uh, devotional from Isaiah chapter 46, verse 10. I want to share today. It says, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things which have not been done saying, my purpose will be established, and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. This is the Lord God himself speaking uh, through through the prophet Isaiah. Um, God seems to think think of things in terms of purpose. We think of of things uh, many times as um, just a to-do list or just kind of getting through the day But when God thinks and when he plans, he plans according to purpose. And his purpose, he says, uh, is that his will will be established. And um, and, and it's going to get done. What he has purposed will get done. So God thinks according to purpose. We think morning and evening. God thinks evening and morning. Remember Genesis 1-5? Evening and morning was the first day during the creation. We, We say morning and evening. He says evening and morning. So he thinks in the end, we think in the beginning, um, you know, Jesus says things like the, the, the first will be last, uh, uh, the poor will be rich, the poor are rich, uh, those who are desperate are full of joy and hope. And so God has a, a, a different way of thinking. He says, my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Uh, and so he declares the end from the beginning. The Hebrew word for beginning Uh, is a word that means first, foremost, best, and chief. So in the beginning, God sets his sights on the end for the best results. Um, And and so we we can be confident and and comforted by the fact uh, that God knows what he's doing. Hallelujah. Um, The standard of measure that God uses does not lie in the past when things begin, nor in the present where things are, but in the future. God is vitally interested in how things will be. That's why we have the revelation of Jesus Christ. God wants us to know how things will be. And so he's already there. He's already thinking that way. And he's pulling us in that direction. I think we get so consumed about our past by looking back at things, living with regrets. And I wish I'd have done that. And I wish I'd have made that turn there. I wish I'd have done this. Listen, let go of that. 
trust in the Lord because God has already purposed an amazing future for each one of our lives individually and also for our lives corporately because God is declaring things from the beginning uh, and from ancient times which haven't been done. But he says, hey, my purpose will be established. Hallelujah. So in every sense, where we start is far less consequential than where we end up. Uh, how the world began is not so critical as how the world will end. I think about Moses beginning, it seemed quite con consequential. You know, here he was, you know, his life was being sought as a little Hebrew male boy that was born. And, and then he ended up in uh, Pharaoh's court and, and all of that. But none of that really was God's purpose. God's purpose was that he was going to use Moses's life uh, to help deliver the children of Israel from Pharaoh. And so as consequential as his beginning was, and as consequential as his upbringing was, it really wasn't the main thing. The main thing was a purpose that God had for him at 80 years old <laughs> to send him back to Pharaoh to say, let my people go. And so we judge things based on where we've been. We judge things based on where we are. We look at how much we accomplished today. We look back through our week and go, oh, that looks pretty good. Oh, I did all right there. I did all right there. Listen, that's wonderful, but let's not get stuck and stay there. God has so much more in mind. Let's lean into him and say, God, I want to fulfill all of your purpose. God calls for us to live according to a standard that is based in how things will be, uh, not how things are. If, you, if we don't see our lives in terms of the end, then we will lose our way. We truly will lose the very rudder and compass of how we are to live. Uh, the only values that count are the ones that survive to the end. We put our hand to the plow and those who endure to the end uh, will inherit eternal life and will be his disciples indeed. It's very clear uh, in this verse that God is concerned about how we end up. And what are the values that God looks at as eternal in our lives? I think the number one value is for us to be obedient to his will, because God said that he, my purpose will be established and I will accomplish all my good pleasure or all of my will. So God's purpose is to accomplish his will. And he wants that to be our overarching purpose too. Lord, I want to accomplish your will. And we're God's image bearers in the world. Um, and when we don't accomplish God's will, then we are, we are given an image that doesn't match who God is. And so be consumed with saying, Lord, I, I, there's a lot of good things that I can do today. Uh, there's a lot of uh, things I can accomplish. But Lord, what do you want? Those are the things that are going to last through the fire when at the end, when God weighs all of our good deeds, if you will. What is going to last is what we have done according to his will. Uh, there are a lot of things that we do for all kind of motivations and for all kind of reasons uh, but God looks at the heart um, and he looks at what he has called us to do. And those are the things that are going to be weighed in the balance. And so let's think about the future that God has for us. Yeah, you, you can't live in the future. You can only live in the day. But faith is always about the future. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So if we're people of faith, 
faith will always be pulling us towards the future that God has for us. Unfortunately, many times as, as God's people, we don't live according to faith. We live according to experience and we live according to our senses and what is going on around us. But when we live according to faith, it puts us into that same orientation of God's heart of living into the future so that we can fulfill his will. Um, you know, Jesus talked about that there's gonna be uh, some people who say, Lord, I did all these things in your name. I prophesied in your name. I cast out demons in your name. I did all these things. And he's gonna say, depart from me. Uh, I don't even know who you are. Um, and it's because things have been done in Jesus' name, but they haven't been done um, because Jesus has led and called people to do them. And so I think this is a serious thought for us to look at uh, the future um, and maybe ask ourselves, you know, uh, what, what, what am I doing today that will last into eternity? Um, what, what are the goals and dreams and plans uh, that I should be looking at rather than maybe some of the things I am looking at? Because God's perspective, as I mentioned from the, the passage, is a little bit different than ours. And so I'm praying for us that God will always give us his perspective, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things which have not been done, saying my purpose will be established and I will accomplish, I will accomplish all my good pleasure. In other words, I will accomplish all of my good will. Uh, so at God's pleasure, you know how God derives pleasure? By accomplishing his will. You know, when we think about pleasure, we think about maybe um, a pecan delight or some real chocolate dessert that really makes us feel good, comfort food. We think about different kinds of things for delight, but God says his delight is to see his will done. Um, and if we can really orient our heart in that direction so that the delight of our lives is pleasing God and accomplishing his will, then we will be more in line to who the Lord is. So don't look back at the past and live in regret. Don't get so enamored with the future and self-congratulate yourself on how wonderful you are. But think about, God, am I accomplishing your will that moves me into the future that you have been dreaming for me so that at the very end, I will be able to please you and be able to hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, so this is the word of the Lord to us today. Uh, I pray that you will meditate on that passage, uh, that God uh, is not looking at things from the same perspective that we are, but he's inviting us into this paradigm uh, so that we can walk more in alignment with his will and accomplish his purposes in our lives. And let that become the overarching thing. You know, it's like, don't, don't put up a a scorecard, um, you know, I was speaking to some folks the other day that work at a company and they have a scorecard. And so you get a scorecard by how many jobs you complete that determines your bonus at the end of the job and all this kind of stuff. And so, so they have these scorecards that they have to live by. But I think sometimes in our own mind that we put together our own little scorecards <laughs> and we keep records of things that we've done that, that make us feel good. Um, but sometimes if we like pay so much attention to that scorecard, we can miss out on the still small voice of the God, of, of the Lord who is leading us in ways that we're missing because we're so enamored with our scorecard. So I would say, put the scorecard down. <laughs> Let's look to Jesus, who's the author and perfecter of our faith and say, Lord, I want my heart to be consumed with accomplishing your will 
and your will alone. And all the other stuff is just gonna kind of fall to the wayside. Um, so let's walk in that way and say, Lord, I want to accomplish your will. And at this Thanksgiving season, if we can meditate on that when we're with our family and with our friends, um, and let our conversation be about those things rather than all the stuff that's going on in the political sphere, uh, what's going on with the pandemic and people are so afraid. Just say, are, are, are you fulfilling God's will in your life? Uh, are you doing what God wants you to do? Are you speaking the way God wants you to speak? Are you walking the way God wants you to walk? Are you living the way God's will is for you according to his word? Um, and from that place, we will be more in line with God's way of doing things. And we'll be more centered and we'll be more joyful and we'll be more happy because we will be walking the way God designed us to. So be encouraged, be blessed. Let's continue to trust in the Lord. Amen. Thanks for choosing the Teen Challenger Southern California podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it today. It's easy. Go to wherever you get your podcasts, click on our icon and hit subscribe. A new podcast filled with godly encouragement, spiritual instruction, and teaching comes out every week. God bless you today.